Hello listeners, new and old, welcome to the podcast, welcome back if you are a loyal listener who has been here through all the grit and the lack of microphone as we speak, my new microphone is on the way to me, Um, one of my beautiful friends found me one that was at an incredible price and that is travel friendly and all of that. I can share it on my stories actually as this airs if anyone else is looking for a microphone it was like $30 and it looks amazing so we'll see um, how it actually works but if you are new welcome this is a wellness journal a an enthusiasm list just a place where I'm sharing all my favorite things where I ask people about their favorite things and my intention is to keep it as light as possible always I always hit record and plan you know to go over my list of recommendations for the sheet masks I'm loving and the things that are bringing me joy such as right now I have this beautiful let me just look at the name of it beautiful candle burning it's by harvest candle craft it is vegan a vegan soy wax candle made with essential oils poured in california and it is the apple orchard scent it is fall coziness embodied um and but anyway so i always plan to just keep it light and fun and share favorite lists and keep it concise and number one I feel like I'm just too flowery of a person to keep anything concise I admire people who do that who are able to take the obscure and the abstract and the emotional and the psychological and the spiritual and just like bottom line it but she's she's an ethereal flowery lady with possibly undiagnosed ADHD I am coming to realize because the people who know me really well seem to think that that's my deal which I'm fine with um but anyway so I'm flowery I love to just kind of ramble and let my squiggle brain do its squiggling but also I always go to the dark and the deep um my journey in life has had a lot of depth to it the way that I have um you know move through life is to find meaning and try to honestly just become the best version of myself and take the path of personal growth always so I always end up talking about deep things um so anyway so this is a space where we go high and low, deep and light, and I love hearing the um, really granular details of people's lives. I love hearing their product recommendations. This morning when I came into work, um, I was work. I work as a barista, and I was making drinks with a fellow wellness girly and it was really fast paced there was a long a big morning rush and a long line and we were just talking about our morning routines and so I got to quiz her and I was like this feels like a podcast episode I have been doing mostly solo episodes um just because that's what I have felt called to and I just 
do what I want with this podcast because it's just like at this point just a creative project I would love for it to be my full-time work or part of my full-time work at some point but yeah I just go with the flow with it so but I love interviewing people and I love hearing about their morning routines and so she was telling me shout out Katie the barista was telling me about her morning routine and I loved how specific it was and what we shared in common and also the differences um so I'll tell you about her she was saying that she wakes up in the morning and has coffee with oat milk with oatly oat milk um and overnight oats usually and then does a facial massage with her serums with like hyaluronic acid and vitamin c and snuggles her dog and then she likes to do sudoku which i thought was a new one um and really cute so yeah i love i love hearing those details of people's lives and i love sharing that with you guys um as we speak i am i have my legs sort of up the wall they're kind of over my bed and i made a pillow fort situation which is my new passion just like being the princess in the pea and and lying on these really elaborate cushiony pillow blanket cushion situations so i'm yeah i'm lying on like a bolster with a bunch of folded fuzzy blankets and all the throw pillows and i feel cozy um so i think i will start with what is coming up for me lately on my journey of healing the things that feel present emotionally and yeah that things i'm enjoying i also have a heating pad on my lower back and it just got a little too hot so i'm gonna put it on my belly um i had an opportunity recently to look at two things one what happens when i feel like i belong versus when I feel like I don't belong and how deep those things are to me. Um, and to the way that jealousy manifests for me and comes up as like an inner childhood wound, a relation to scarcity, to feeling like there aren't enough resources to feel like I, like there's a certain level of, um, inability that I have an upper limit issue and yeah and how when jealousy comes up I can look at you know ways that I actually do have power and there actually are resources and you know maybe those stories of lack of resources and um you know if one person is getting something there isn't enough to me at one point a lot of those stories were true and that they no longer are and to also have so much compassion when jealousy comes up and know that it's just like this sweet inner three-year-old Mimi and how could I shame her or you know look at her with disgust when she's feeling jealous you know but to instead have like the utmost compassion so yes so I'm going to start with the thing of belonging um feels very vulnerable and I've been having these conversations in person with people and I think it's something that is so prevalent for many people who tend to 
shed skin and metamorphosize and yeah just go through transformations um people who are very sensitive i think especially people um because i noticed like i we want to be careful definitely when in this like personal development community in the neurodivergent community in any of these spaces where there can be a feeling of otherness to not like subconsciously or unconsciously go from a state of feeling inferior to then feeling superior um and what I mean by that is I think it's very easy if you're someone like the people that I'm talking to including myself if you're someone who's had issues with friendship or belonging or social anxiety social isolation to rather than wanting to feel like a loser or feel like an outcast to be like oh no it's because I'm someone who is on the path of personal growth and I'm better than these other people who are just stuck and stay the same I don't think that's the case I think it's beautiful when people are able to sustain friendships and um we're all different and it's just like this thing of staying in the you know I am what I am I'm not better I'm not less good um yeah if you know what I mean so anyway I do think that especially if you're someone who came to this earth and was conditioned to be a people pleaser or a caregiver that you form friendships that you know, perpetuate those roles, especially if that's what your role was in relation to your primary caregivers. And so that was very much my role. And I'm talking to other people who started a lot of friendships that were kind of karmic and were there to, um, were there to basically illuminate patterns that they had to transmute. And for me, that meant that I like attracted a lot of karmic relationships in friendships that were essentially the same friendship in a different body with a different person. And they would start super passionately and accelerate really quickly. And that's usually like a karma, a karmic bond, a trauma bond, whatever, a twin flame situation in in to some extent but like in a friendship way and then like would end super dramatically or end with ghosting and you have enough experiences with people like that and eventually you just kind of burn out and it was like the perfect disaster for me being someone who was living abroad and um you know, started to feel very isolated that I just kind of fully isolated and was very avoidant around friendship. And so I had these friendships that I knew were there. Um, and you know, like old friends that I've had for a while, but like not active, you know, not active, regular interaction type of friends. So essentially friendships, but no social life. And that was the case for a very long time. And I really believed that, you know, friendship wasn't something that was important to me. And that's really because I had not fully experienced the type of social life that I desired. Um, many times I had, you know, a few times while traveling. And so early in the year, like actually right before New Year's Eve, I decided to include on my manifestation list my new year's resolution list or new year's intention list 
that I wanted to experience community and social life with um, people, with like a bunch of different people who were all really different um, and who normally like in the outside world maybe would not interact because we tend to have like echo chambers and stay with people with the same thoughts and life experience and sometimes even people who all look the same but a group of people who were so different and yet there was like a cohesion and a soul connection and I realized recently that I fully attracted that manifestation I'm so grateful for it happy thank you more please and met this group of people specifically like work family and it's people who I really just see at work and as a Capricorn like I love socializing and making money at the same time um so often those are where most of my most you know there's some people who I've seen outside of work but most of it happens at work and I went from basically the desert to like an oasis to feeling so quenched in a way where I didn't know I was so thirsty so like this sense of belonging that's just like, you know, like a an exhale where all your darkest shadowy parts are embraced, sometimes like lovingly laughed at and teased, you know, nudged in a, in a loving way that makes you feel so seen. And yeah, I mean, that is something so new that I'm so grateful for. And if I had to sum it up, it would be a sense of belonging. And in opposition to that, on the other side, I had an experience recently where I, uh, well, it's actually, I've, I've experienced it a couple times where I'm with a group of people who logically I should get along with. And they, again, feel has a bit of this echo chamber vibe where it's people who, you know, maybe look like me, have similar interests, um, and it's like pushing up against a wall, trying to commute, you know, communicate and find common ground. And recently when I went to a gathering where I just felt so alienated and so not understood with a bunch of people who, again, on paper should be quote unquote, my people. It's kind of like when Pete, when I would experience people telling, you know, people like, Oh my God, you have to meet my friend. Um, they are so into astrology and they're super sensitive and, they're super spiritual I'd be like no, I already know that we probably won't get along because I like people who are different than me like opposites attract I like to be well-rounded I like to be grounded I love people who get me out of this like obsessive compulsion that I have with growth and wellness and get me to lighten up and laugh and bring a little grit and grunge to my life so anyway so I was with this group of people I felt super isolated and I noticed that there's this instinct and it must be the ego um, to say there's something wrong with me. So that's the first thing is like, oh, there must be something wrong with me. And with this group of people, because it was like a bunch of very successful people specifically in the spiritual world, I was like, oh, well, I must have jealousy coming up here because these are, you know, that's where I was headed when I was a coach a well a health coach um and I must just be jealous of them and like as I sat with it I was like yeah but there was like no like you know that relief of laughter when you guys like have the same sense of humor or you know just get it there was none of that so it wasn't that I was jealous of them actually I mean there was definitely 
that definitely can happen. But I feel like when you find a commonality and you feel like a sense of belonging with people, that jealousy kind of goes away. Um, and then I was like, there was also an impulse to be like, oh, well, there's something wrong with them, right? Because if there's nothing wrong with me, then let's, then the ego will be like, okay, well, then it's them. They're wrong. And so I was like, oh, they're all these like white wellness people and oh, like they spend all this time, you know, talking about their fucking process and like their, the feathers and the hats and whatever. And it was just like, I was wanting to tear them down because again, I was like scrambling for reasons why we didn't connect because it felt so painful not to connect. And that is a wound from living in Denmark was this constant feeling of like, why are we, why is this not working? Like there's a mismatch here. We're not communicating and it wasn't due to language because everyone was like totally fluent, but there's a certain connection that happens with people when you speak the same language and that's like not a literal thing, right? You just like get each other, you have the same humor, you just like, and it's so important. And I've realized, you know, um, I was actually talking to Barista Katie um, about that and this thing of like when people like have the same sense of humor as you do, just this like relief, that like sweetness of that um, and as well as like being people who identified as quote super independent and she and I were talking about how we both have like prominent Capricorn placements and an avoidant attachment style. And so we went through so much of life feeling like we were introverts. And it turns out that we both were just extroverts with social anxiety. So that's why isolation did not feel good. Um, and just the thing of like meeting people where you can just be you and it's so comfy and they get you. And I've even noticed like in terms of like, body image self-image when you're around people who fully get you that you feel beautiful that you're not like fixating on the frizz in your hair and then when you're around people who don't get you it's so easy and that's what was happening to me constantly in Denmark not to mention that I look different than everyone um because I felt like an outsider and I didn't feel wanted or embraced which again was not anything personal it was because I was in a culture with people who you know had their friends and had their social lives and like they were all set but so I started like hype being hypercritical of everything in myself and so othering them saying there's something either wrong with them or wrong with me and that's exhausting and I'm over it so that's the first part. And then the other thing that I have been dealing with is jealousy. And jealousy for me um, tends to manifest number one in relation to other women and their appearance. So if you have ever heard of Dana James, she's a nutritionist and she has a really deep perspective on nutrition for women and she believes that there are these four archetypes um the wonder woman the femme fatale the ethereal and the nurturer and it's of course all based on our childhood and so she believes that like there's a way to balance out these archetypes um with different ways of eating and different elixirs and um, supplements and stuff like that. It's a really interesting book, The Archetype Diet. Um, but 
at the beginning of the book you can take a quiz and so I took the quiz and came out as the femme fatale and the femme fatale is essentially someone who as a little girl was praised for her beauty and so you learn that there is like this audience and that you are being observed um, and she does mention like never like because of this the way that our world is structured it's not like you should just not never tell a little girl that she's beautiful you should do that and then in addition ideally you know com comment on all her other strengths which I do feel like my caregivers were very good at but I think the world at large um focused on my appearance and I am someone who in this journey of life there have been such wild um roller coasters with how I looked you know so there were times where I was being really complimented for how I looked and times where I was like being disparaged and bullied and um, or was just totally invisible. And so it's been horrible at sometimes in certain points. I've been like really high on on, you know, my ego of, of how I look. And that's been important to me. And by the way, there is nothing wrong with that. We as women deserve to be to look the way we want in whatever way that is. If you desire to lose weight, that is your fucking prerogative. Don't tell, don't let anyone tell you that you can't, you know, that, that that's toxic. If you desire to be, to wear a lot of makeup, to wear no makeup, if you want to have a shaved head, if you want to get hair extensions, like whatever it is, I think feminism can be the most fucking toxic thing when it comes to, um, making women feel shame about wanting to have autonomy over their appearance or at least like you know second wave feminism or whatever it is I identify much more as like a post-feminist um but anyway all of that to say um the wound of the femme fatale is that they're obsessed with their appearance and Whereas, like, for example, the superwoman archetype is someone who um, got her validation off of her intellect and grades and all of that. So the superwoman will feel competitive um, with other women based on their success level. So they'll want to be the smartest woman in the room, whereas the femme fatale will want to be the most, quote unquote, beautiful woman um, or be perceived as the most beautiful. So... All that to say that I, when I'm scanning my environment, that's usually the first place I'll go is like who, you know, feeling, you know, either good or bad based on how I stack up in terms of my appearance. And, um, of course, like the remedy for that is to feel loved for other qualities, which is something I'm so grateful that the people who I've attracted into my life have shown me that they love me for more than that and you know have helped me to see that there are things about me like my spirit you know that I'm very intuitive or that I like have a sharp wit or that I'm insightful things like that and so it's really healthy for us for people with that archetype another one of my dear friends has the same archetype and it's so important to focus on that and also to realize that yeah we deserve to invest in our beauty and enjoy our beauty and all of that um, but all that to say, jealousy is something that has been coming up and it's when I feel like someone else is being praised for the things that I have been praised for. So beauty or being, 
um, kind or spiritual or these things that people have, you know, kind of attached to their perception of me. And what I've been doing is rather than feeling immediate shame and so trying to put that jealousy in the shadow is to be like, okay, so why am I feeling this? Even, you know, like I said, it can come up in relation to career. Um, when I see someone else's career thriving, if I look at it, I'm like, okay, the jealousy is coming up because I believe that I cannot have what they have. Why do I feel that way? And so this is something that I recommend doing like with hypnosis and inner child healing, um, which I do through TBM to be magnetic, which I talk about all the time. But, um, I realized that as a child, um, I believed that there was enough resources of all kinds, love, attention, um, like actual resources. There was only enough for either me or my brother. And at three years old, because of, you know, whatever, my parents were exhausted and resources of all kinds were scarce but I went from a state of complete abundance where everything was available to me to my brother coming and suddenly there was not enough attention love energy um for me and so I picked up this belief that you know if someone else is thriving that means I can't and part of that is just looking at that with so much compassion and being like oh that was hard and that's no longer true I am an adult now and I have my own connection to God and the divine which is where all resources and infinite resources and abundance can come from and I can do the healing around this and you know if I have blockages in my mindset around success or being seen or receiving or money I can heal that and I can be just as successful as this person, for example. So that has been really huge for me. So those are like the big things. And let's see how long I've been talking already, like 25 minutes. And these are usually shorter episodes. I'm going to wrap it up. Um, I will share my favorite products right now. I think I've mentioned them before, but because it's fresh in my mind, I just got out of the shower. I have my hair in a... um, flannel pillowcase because it's good for the curls but I have kinky curly custard in my in my wet hair right now it smells like cotton candy it's in super girly pink retro packaging um it has marshmallow root as well and I love it um and then I'm using self-food oxygenating skin mask um and I look like I've been dipped in like oil but it's it feels so good on the skin I have it on my face on my neck I've been loving using my lavender sea salt sugar scrub in the shower and then dousing myself in this oatmeal vanilla jasmine lotion by derma e um I have been loving because it's winter using the ayurvedic practice of putting oil or lotion on the bottom of my feet and then putting socks on And that is really grounding for vata or the air element, um, which we have an abundance of vata energy, air, in the winter and autumn months. So it's very grounding. It's good because I also feel like I'm fighting a bit of the cold. 
I am warming up some butternut squash um, bone broth soup that's made with coconut milk and ginger and baking some potatoes right now because it's the luteal phase of my cycle, which is usually connected to PMS and sugar cravings. Um, so I've been having my chocolate protein bars to help with like magnesium and um, cravings in general, blood sugar, and then having lots of roasted root veggies. I have some sirloin grass-fed steak marinating in coconut aminos and garlic and ginger right now that I'll be making my with my shirataki noodles. Um, yeah, I have been loving starting my day. I know I've been mentioning this a lot, but orienting it towards beauty rather than wellness and what I mean by that is I know like they're very interlinked and of course we want to be hydrated and so many of the things I do for wellness of course are good for beauty as well but for example this morning when I was like having difficulty getting out of bed at six and getting ready for work I was like what is the thing that I'm looking forward to what would be the most yummy right now and it was the thought of putting on my snail gold powder eye masks um like little yeah the little eye masks so doing something like that first thing in the morning like my skincare routine and then focusing on the wellness which it feels sometimes more like a should you know like the oil pulling the foam rolling all the things that really do make me feel good but are maybe you know not as much fun as like doing makeup and listening to music I love starting with the fun so I've been loving dousing myself in serums and eye masks and doing my makeup while I have my eye masks on, like my eye makeup. I've been experimenting with winged liner and watching tutorials about that, and it's just so much fun. So keeping it light, keeping it fun. Um, I walked into Whole Foods today and was just like so happy about all the gourds and the pumpkins and the pumpkin spice everything and... Um, my brother is coming over this weekend and we're going to have a little fall celebration and do some baking and, um, yeah, watch some cozy movies. So I'm really enjoying doing all the seasonal things, always romanticizing life. Um, and yeah, thank you guys so much for being here. I have some exciting episodes coming up that are very wellness toolkit toolkit focused and have some great recommendations and practices and all of that and as always if you have any questions about products or anything please feel free to reach out to me I love connecting with you guys the podcast's Instagram is at happy little things at happy little things happy l-i-l things on Instagram please leave me a rating or review. It is the best form of support. I appreciate you guys so, so much. And tune in next time. Thank you for being here. Bye.